it's, it's very rare you get a player like you that's willing to stand up. And I think it was watching you stand up after week one that made me feel differently about you. Well, I appreciate that. You know, because I'm going to be honest. I watched you beef with, like, Josh Norman, and I was like, does this big mother effer only want to deal with, like, DBs? <laughs> I was like, is he only, like, trying to fight dudes like he could beat up? He's and calling so- you a bully. Hold up. Limitless. Take a stomach cap, pin in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Take a stomach cap, pin in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Welcome back to the pivot. Like I always say, man, where you start ain't where you finish, and the finish ain't always the end. I got my dog Channing. I got Freaky Freddy, and we got Taylor Lewan, man. And first off, Taylor, that's all I want to say, man. Much respect to you in showing up today. Yeah, why is that? Because it's a lot of people who... Yeah, it's already hostile. I hate cutting them off, but it already feels like there's some... I, that's what he wants to do, my legs crossed like this, dude. Yeah. Who's, yeah. What man sits like this? I cross my legs because you cross you know your legs. Now you put that ankle up. This is masculine. I'm over here like first this. Off, he caught hey. me a little, you know what I'm saying? He caught me slipping a little bit. Bro, I'm 42. I can't get my leg over there. Like, that's the other part. And I for sure ain't wearing Nike socks with Vans. You yeah. feel me? White Nike socks with Vans. White Nike socks with Vans. That's impressive. No sweat. You're, you're a big fella. Yeah, desert rat, dude. Loose hips. No question. Where you said though, desert rat. Because like when you look at Michigan and then the Tennessee Titans, you don't think West Coast, you don't think Arizona. You know what I'm saying? And also too, I'm gonna be honest, straight up, like you super tough. I don't think tough when I think of West Coast like that or okay. Arizona. You know, it's like yeah. South. You know, I think, uh, and I think as uh, when we get more we get into this conversation and all the the topics we hit, we're gonna realize that, we're gonna realize that generalizing things will kind of get you in trouble. Okay. So you can say, yeah, probably, if you look at the Pac-12, yeah, I, I agree. That's not tough football. Right. Big 10, knock them around. SEC's got the speed. ACC's got the Clemson every once in a while. Is that why you win Big 10, though? Because you thought it was a physicality? I went, I went to the Big 10, uh, I went to Michigan for one reason and one reason only. It was because Jake Long. Okay. He was the first overall pick in 2008. And then I'm coming out of high school. I didn't play offensive line until my senior year. What'd you play? I played defensive tackle, and I was trash. <laughs> Dude, I was absolute, I was water garbage. I stand up high, look around. I was just bigger than the dude, and then I'd ran and go try to make a tackle. Right. So I transferred high school to Scottsdale, Chaparral High School. Chaparral. So I've trained in Scottsdale. Like, I trained in Scottsdale my whole life. I trained my DBs out there. We actually trained at Chaparral. Yeah, so. that's where everyone's going right now. Like, constant dominant team mm-hmm. in AZ. Yeah, they love it, too. Like, they're, like, super confident program. Bunch of salty white dudes just kind of getting after a bunch of privileged, like, super rich white dudes. You know what I'm saying? And I went down there because there was this kid, this DN, who was, like, number 20 in the country. So all of these recruits were going to come down and see him. So I thought, if I go change positions, maybe I'll have a chance just on height and size and stuff like that. End up getting, like, 20 offers and becoming an All-American off two game films. So I went to Michigan. I wore 77 because of Jake Long. Right. And so I go to Michigan, and that program... I mean, this year's the first year that it's actually showing something like what it used to be. That's real, like, right. Yeah, it's like a real program. Jake Long got drafted to the Dolphins when I was there. Yeah. And the first time we did pass rush, I came off the edge and beat him. And I dropped under his his tall-ass, long-ass arm, and I got to the quarterback, and everybody's like, ooh, he was the first pick of the draft. Yeah. Jake Long was already signed. The team guys on the team knew we were drafting him. Was that like OTAs, or this was trading camp? This is this the first day of camp. Like, OTAs, you don't really, you know what I'm saying? You got right. pads on. The first day of pads, I beat Jake the first time and got him. Everybody was like, oh, first round pick. The next time, they had to say, 
Jake, let him go. <laughs> bro, he grabbed me and was mushing me into the ground. Bro, and he's really like They were that. like, let him go. He used to run gassers with the defensive uh, linebackers and DBs. Yeah. 315 and had abs. Right. Jake Long was a physical monster. So just to now see Taylor how damn big you are. Mm. And he lean though. Like he not like he not fat and nasty, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. when you when you give he him that dab. Sloppy man. bodies out there, bad body ballers. Jake won one of those dudes. No, yeah, man, yeah, when yeah. I yeah. when I gave you the dab and hit that back, I was like, damn. Yeah, we got some firmness <laughs> here. You, you, we got some you, firmness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate the gas. Yeah, that means a lot to me. You a little great. I like where this is already at. You haven't said anything yet, we'll get there, but I appreciate <laughs> this. These two things right here are kind of nice. To bust this the crazy right. thing. Let me get one. Let me get one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The Let's best hard seltzer out. This is the off season for you. Yeah, I'll take one. Yeah. And it's gluten free. It's pineapple. Hey, we try to take care of you, bro. I appreciate we want that. You to be, we want you to be buzzed yeah. and rehydrated all also the same time. All at the same time. I love it. Because we hear you're a sh talk. Hold on, to go back to the Jake Long thing right now, I've heard that story. When I first got to Michigan, they told me, they're like, you know, Jake used to run with, like, the middle group. So my whole career at Michigan, I ran with the middle group. Dang. Just as I want to be like Jake. Yeah. If people want to be like Mike, I was just trying to be like Jake. So when you were recruited, did they, did they pump Jake to you, though? Did they talk about those things? Because they knew. Oh, what else did you think about going? Like, uh, my old man, he went to Minnesota. Okay. I went there, but I was like, I don't feel like losing games all the time. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then ASU was one, but I went to ASU on, like, a junior day thing. And I'm looking to my right, and there's so many beautiful women. And the, the guy who's with me is like, don't look right. And I, so I start looking left, and there's more beautiful women. <laughs> and I'm like, and he's like, so don't look. So you went to because the girls was ugly? Hey, listen, hey, don't, don't hate <laughs> I have hands out there. Hold on. Let me finish the story. <laughs> so I'm looking left, and he's like, don't look left. And I so I'm like, what do you want me to do, man? I'm 17 years old. There's lots of testosterone running through here. Right. And he's like, just, just try to periff, because if you look one way or the other, you're going to miss them all. And I knew right there, I was like, I'm trying to go to the league. I can't, right. I can't go to a place like this. This is unbelievable. Girls yeah. wearing bikinis in class. Oh, no, bro. You know what I'm saying? Bro, straight up. So, you know, my son goes to ASU. Yes. They did this whole thing. They started recruiting, like, in the South because, like, they wanted the South speed, this and this. Mm -hmm. And so they had six Louisiana boys on the trip at the same time. Yeah. And it's June. So we driving, and we're on a golf cart, and I see the young lady, yeah. right? She's going to class, and I, I see that the tights are pulled into a place that I'm not supposed to look. Right. Right? And so you already know either your wife has to mention it mm -hmm. or somebody else. So one of my, my son's homeboys tells the lady in the front that's driving, hey, tell me what a sign right now. Because yeah. if she going to class like that, I want to go to class every day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I already know. It's a different vibe. Large graduation weight. Class all time, man. People are always going to class. Like, and so, like, coming out of Michigan, getting to Tennessee, and, and understanding like the kind of expectations you were under and where the team was, what was your thought in, in entering that first training camp? That first training camp, I didn't know what was what. Like I got to the league, I thought, oh, we're gonna win a Super Bowl. <laughs> like I, like from, when you oh, look from the jump, right? Because I was like, we're 11, like we're we're the middle of the road team. I'm sure they brought in free agents, but like when you get in as a rookie, you guys know, like you just think, oh, I'm here. Like we're about to be successful. Things are about to be great. Once when I look back on that roster. It's like, damn, we really had nobody. Right. Like, we had, like, Jarrell Casey yep. and, uh, and a, like, Jarrell Casey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of dudes in my head. But the comments, I'm like, yeah, we had Jarrell Casey. Yeah, him. And he was, and in my head, we were 2-14 and 14 in November, and I'm like, the dude that's like, every game I'm thinking, we're going to win. And it's middle of November, we won one game. And dudes are walking around like, what are we doing for vacation? Who's going to Cabo? Who's going to Cancun? Like, where are we headed? Right. I'm like, yo, we got a whole half of the season left, it feels like. But dudes were... The culture was terrible.
Who drafted you? Who was the uh, coach? Ken the coach? Wisenhunt drafted me. Yep. Mm. Ken Wisenhunt drafted me. So, you know, Ken was the office coordinator when I first got to Pittsburgh. Yeah. I love Ken. He's a, he's a great dude. Good dude, man. And at one point, we had, you know, a left tackle, a quarterback, and a running back, all rookies starting. And it was like the first in NFL history or something like mm. that. And, you know, Menberger, he was one of my best friends when we first LSU? got here. LSU? LSU guy. guy yeah. yeah, LSU guy. And we, no, we had Mettenberger, OBJ, and Jarvis at the same time. Killer. Yep. And Jeremy Hill, your running yep. back, was killer. Yep. Like, you guys, I mean, you guys should have won a national championship, it feels like. We do a little cheating. Yeah, no question. Dude, SEC, it's not even like in question anymore whether the SEC cheats So let me say this. You said I was quiet. I hadn't said anything. Yeah. So I was just sitting here in the cut checking you out. <laughs> All I right. I hate the Titans. You hate them? <laughs> Absolutely. Jaguar. See, I, I can't really sympathize with the 2-14 and 14 season. Yeah. 1999, my second year in the NFL, we lost to this one particular ball club three times. Were you all any good? We lost in the AFC Championship. Mm. We went 14-2 and two in the regular season. We finished the season 15-3 and three after retiring Dan Marino and Jimmy Johnson in blowout fashion, 62-7. to seven. Damn. The very next week, AFC Championship game, we lost to the Titans. Steve McNair, Eddie George, you know, the rest is history pretty you know, much. studs. 15 and 3. The three games we lost were to the Tennessee Titans. So, so wait. So I don't sympathize. No one else beat us. Bro, that's crazy. We were, we, we were so f***ing good. We well, you so weren't good, good enough to beat Tennessee. You know what I mean, no. I mean, you know how some teams, it's, it's tendencies, you know, scouting report. Some teams just have your number. At that particular point in time, Jeff Fisher, they had our numbers. And uh, he would do a little sh- just to rub it in. You know what I'm saying? Just to stroke his ego and, and, and piss off Coach Coughlin. Love Fisher. Who, who, who later went on to win two Super Bowls with the Giants. It was just something about that matchup. Jeff Fisher, he had Coach Coughlin's number. Yeah. And the Titans had our number then. And I hate to say it. They still got our First number First off, now. bro, everybody got the Jaguars number now. Yeah, no, that's true. Everybody can dial that number. Hey, she one, is, you know, one, hey, one, hey, one, hey, one, hey, one, hey, Taylor, Taylor, the Jaguars, me. the village bicycle, bro. We passed that number around, dog. Hey, Shannon, you want to hit old girl up? Like, hey, I'm telling you, dog, it ain't going to be hard. She, she gone? Yeah, send the Jags my way. Yeah, 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 send the Jags my way. Send the Jags my way, dog. Hey, that's got to hurt to hear that. This is your voice. What's that? I've been here quiet, checking you out. Yeah, like, yeah. Should I do something to one of his knees? To kind of... Hey, I already had that last year. I don't need to go through that again. I already, I already had a little piece. I got, no, I got something, because it's funny with linemen. When you get a, a first-round quarterback, you get a high-pick quarterback and all, like, they can change the franchise. A top line, well, you know, yeah, running back, true. change the franchise. Right. To be a high-drafted lineman where you can do your damn job. You was a dog. And you was getting your sorry ass, as hell. And you right. get your ass whooped. So yeah. think about, like, you grade out great. And y'all losing by third. Like, how, how is it like to be a lineman that people bring in and think you're supposed to change the franchise? Correct him first. He said was. Oh, you said was? No. Oh. That's a tough look, bub. But we're all good. Yeah. <laughs> we're all good. No, we you're started. a dog now. Man, no, dog. Well, I, I will say this year wasn't like the year I wanted to have. Yeah. So to say it was is fair Talk to about, say. Hey, so I know when we get on this bus later, matter of fact, I ain't even let y'all know. Like, we're in the spot where we do busing with the boys. I've already been here for two and a half hours without Taylor. But... When you start a season off, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and you face Chandler Jones, and Chandler Jones is in his bag. Like, yeah. he in his John Jones bag. He punching Daniel Cormier in the face after a coke bender right. type of bag. And what I loved about you, bro, was you said it. This wasn't my day. Mm-hmm. Like, I got whipped. You tweeted it. Like, like yeah, how, how do you accept that, but also rebound from that and start doing your thing? You have to be gracious when you win. You have to be gracious when you lose. 
And the same thing goes for this Bengals game. Do I think we could have beat them? No question. Mm-hmm. But it just, it just was what it was. For me, when I play against a guy like Chandler Jones, like he's a, he's a stud. He's a monster. Bro. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I have all my insurance policies I need in my back pocket. I was coming off an ACL. I was eight months right. out of surgery. Like, I played a horrible game. But you accepted that, though. You, you yeah, didn't say any of those things post-game, though. Yeah, because at, at the end of the day, like, no one cares. It's like, you know, when you're growing up and you say, I'm going to be an NFL athlete, like, your parents will tell you, yeah, you got it, but no one really believes in you. Right. And there's people that want to see me fail, and there's people that, you know, hope I do well, and they're my, like my family. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's on me. Mm-hmm. So, like, who am I to make excuses for what happened? Chandler Jones happened. The next week, I hyperextend my knee. I don't play in that I'm about game. to ask about that, right? That's tough. And the rest of the year, if you watch the film, it just gets better and better and better. Because it's not about just hanging it up. As soon as you have one loss, you got to keep going. Mm. And I think that's a thing, like for not just in the football world, but the regular world as well. Mm. Like you can't just, if you don't get the promotion or you don't get what you want at this time, it's not because you weren't deserving or whatever. Right. It's you just got to keep working. Eventually, the things, if you do the right things, it'll come to you. Right. So, I think I finished off the season strong, but you know, I'm looking forward to the next time I play Chandler Jones. Because he had, he had the penthouse suite in my head that game. Yeah, you know no doubt, What Wait, so when, when the game's going like that, like, how do you evolve from that, though? Yeah. Like, I know when you get burnt up in the secondary, hey, two you can't fix it, bro. Like, that wasn't even the worst statistic game I've had. My second year in the league, I got burnt for, like, two and a half sacks. I got, like, an epidural in my neck. I couldn't lift anything over my head on my left arm. And I was getting my arm swiped around edges. Whitney Merciless torched me, two and a half sacks. My, so statistically, that wasn't my worst game. It wasn't just the statistics on the sacks with this. It was two sacks, a bunch of pressures, a bunch of hits. Like, I was out there. It was like watching a five-star athlete playing against a 160-pound white yeah. kid. Yeah, high school. Like, yeah, high yeah. school. And it's like, you're kind of in it just like, yo, get me the f*** out of here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in the game, I'm just like, yo, I need to, I got to go in a hole. You know what I'm saying? Right. This is real. This is what it is. Like, you getting your ass beat like that. It's not the UFC where you can just get, oh, I'm going to get choked out real quick. You, you know what I'm saying? saying? Like, and you can't stop playing. No. Right? Because they're going to keep bro, putting you out there, bro. Exactly. You don't whisper to big D hen in the back and say, hey, Chip Hep over here? Like, no. Listen, why? they should help. You know how high yeah, he got drafted? They pay me. I, I, I understand that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have a job to do. The when this dude got his second contract, yeah. my dog had on an all-white suit. Yeah, right. The, the, the rest of the offensive line, the rest of the offensive line went with my dog to the press conference. My boys. You don't get to do all that. He, he's an alpha. No, 90, 91. 91? He's a baby, bro. I respect it. I know when you get to your old age like that, numbers just start looking like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Fran, oh. Fran, Fran can't do no math Jaguars. now. <laughs> Fran can't do no math now, but no. That boy said he, he broke 100 dollars to 55, 50. He told, hey, he told Marvin Lewis, you've been coaching for 40, 50 decades. Decades, yeah. <laughs> That's like six deaths. <laughs> 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 you just said four days ago you got knocked out of the playoffs as the number one damn seed in That's the tough. AFC. Yeah. Like, is it still, does it mess with you now? You riding over here, do you think about it? Ride home, do you think about it? Yeah, I think about it. I've been thinking about it for three days straight. And the way we lost, too, is we had nine sacks. We sacked Joe Burrow nine times. Right. That dude couldn't pay for air. Like, he was, we were destroying him. And, you know, as an offense, we, we, sh- we need to equal that. Like, we mm-hmm. can't. We can't operate the way we did. It was... What do you think it was, though, T? I don't know. Here's the issue is, like, everybody wants to be a keyboard warrior or a couch coach. Right. And as much as I'm a part of this team, I'm also just a left tackle. Right. Like, I understand concepts of plays, but I don't know coverages. I don't know what the mm-hmm. route, Julio or AJ or those guys are supposed to run. Like, you know, it, it's the 
best team sport in the world for a reason. Because mm-hmm. you have to function with 11 guys. Right. You know, I can't just go out there and do it all myself. Derek can't go out there and do it all himself, no matter how good he is. Right. So, you know, I know people are mad at Tannehill. Like, that's kind of where everyone's starting to point the finger at Ryan Tannehill. But really, like, if you look at Tanny and what he did when he came in in 2019 against Change the Denver the Broncos. Change the team. Change the franchise. I agree with that. And I love Marcus Mariota like a brother. Like, that's my dude. Like, when he came in, like, I was like, right. swear, like, sworn to protect him. I love him. Just like I did that with Tannehill, just like I did that with Mettenberger. Tannehill used to throw gutsy throws. And I don't know what he was supposed to throw, what he wasn't supposed to throw. You guys might have a better understanding that's of that. Job. It's not my job to understand that. But I know that all these people that are mad at him at one time are praising him yeah. because of the risk he was but taking do you also, But do you also understand, though, Taylor, that coming into the season, here was, here was the thought. You got a great left tackle. Mm-hmm. You have an offensive line that can run with anybody, which y'all proved, right? Whether it was Hilliard, Foreman, mm-hmm. right? Foreman, think about it. The two biggest runs in the game were, were Foreman right. this game. So y'all could run the football on anybody, and it was always that Adam Gase was Ryan's problem. And if he had all of these things, all the monsters, basically, Taylor, AJ, Julio, Derek, he's an MVP caliber player, mm-hmm. right? And you're playing this team, and you just said it yourself, you sacked the other quarterback nine times, bro. Right. And I pay attention to your show, right? And you were talking about the, uh, the extra point. Yeah. One yard. And I'm sure, because, you know, this is going to be a crossover, right? It's going to be the pivot on busting with the boys. And we had I had a conversation about Derrick Henry. You had two chances right. to get one yard. And you have the biggest back in football. The best yeah. back in football. Opinions are opinions. <laughs> it's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And you can't get one yard. Yeah. How does that internalize to you, though? Because you think he, if you think he's the best back, yeah. I think y'all are one of the best run-blocking O-lines in football. You actually had three times to get one yard and you don't do it. How do you feel about that? Like, how does that affect you when you think about winning and losing games? I think it's a fallback on the last comment I just had. I think when you have guys that are as talented as Derek, people think Derek Henry is just running the football. Mm -hmm. With the extra point, people are mad about that. If you look at statistics and what you're supposed to do as a coach in that moment, you do that every single time. Every single time. I agree every single time. I agree with that. And you, it's a great choice. You get it or don't, you're looking at one point, we would have gone up, and everyone says, oh, we would have won. We would have been a four minute at that point. It's like the butterfly effect. Like, if we you, get that you, you one do point, something different. they, they might have something done something different. different. We yep. might have run a different defensive call, so you can't just say that one point changes the game because something else could have happened because of that situation going the other way. Right, the right, butterfly right. butterfly effect, right? You know, it's a great movie, Ashton Kutcher. Playoffs. I don't know if you've seen it. I have. I'm a movie buff. Yeah. That Ashton Kutcher? Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher, what's Kutcher, Kutcher. Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. I think he's married to Mila Kunis. Hey, that's my celebrity he got, crush. He got super little teeth, though, Taylor. Like, Ain't no wrong with little teeth. Hey, Taylor. Taylor, ain't no wrong with little teeth. Taylor, ain't no wrong with little teeth. I got little teeth. Hey, 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 hey. We already talked about it. We already talked about it. My man over here looks like 
like they're paid for a little bit, though. You know what I'm saying? Bro, They're her nine veneers. Bro, what's your bro? dentist what number? What's my phone? Hey, no, you took twelve out of you and gave it to the dentist and said, "Do what hey, you do best, bro." Hey, Taylor, Taylor, you do realize <laughs> only one of us has been on the bus. Yeah, like are you coming at the one of us because I'm most comfortable. You know, friends over here mean mugging me. No, no, I'm not mean mugging. Common ground over here. I'm not trying to find out where I lay in this turning point. I am always the grown up on the set. That's not true. So I want to get back. No, I really want to get back to the history of playoffs. Is momentum. Yeah. You guys were number one seed. You had a bye week. Yeah. Do you think any of that affected you guys? No, like, I don't. Were you, I know you were fresh. Yeah. But the speed of the game, the timing, Cincinnati's on fire. Mm. Like, their last four or five games, they've been ascending. And too, bro, their quarterback, like, you talked about him being sacked nine fire. times. He never had a reaction to it, though. No, he's Joe Cool for a reason. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. Like, he's a dude that I would chill He's a dude, sure. though. Yeah. Right. I get that. He really is. I, I think it depends how your team handles the bye week. Like, obviously, you could sit there and say, we didn't handle it well. But if you guys came to practice all the days we did, no work. Bro, we were working. We were run- the guys were running around the field. Vrabel has some good mindset. There's a reason why Vrabel is uh, mentioned as a nominee for coach he of the year. He should be the coach of the year. He I, really should. I, I 100% believe and he I should be. And I hate gassing the guy up. You know what I'm saying? But, but you don't have to, though. Like, he deserves he it, bro. He really deserves it. Yeah. He really deserves it. And, I, and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, leading up to the game, I'm watching these practices, watching our defense fly around, watching our offense fly around. I'm like, oh, we're about to win this game by 30. Right. Because we just. It just seemed like we just had it. Mm-hmm. You know, they, you know, at some points in this game, they were running goal line defense in the middle of the field, six one fronts, just to stop the run. Mm-hmm. When that happened, was that the big plays to AJ or yeah. Awuzie? Did y'all adjust to those things and say, okay, we can't, we can't run the ball now? As an offense, like I'm not sitting there with the offensive coordinator and Tannehill and uh, Keith Carter, who's our run coordinator. Like I'm sitting there, like getting ready to go out. I literally walk up the field and I say, hey, the best move is to run left. Like, literally what I tell Todd every single well, play. Well, because you like, blocked that Exactly. Way. Just right. run left, we're going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? That's literally hey, what I, hey, you then, don't know. Have you ever asked Todd? That's literally what I tell him. And Todd literally said, Taylor, shut the f*** up at one point. <laughs> <laughs> In the game, it was like, Taylor shut I was like, yeah, fair. No, we, definitely, we, I should probably shut up. Charles Haley, we talked about dogs. So as a dog oh, running. monster, bro. But as a dog running back, you say, give me the rock. Tight, best receivers. I know AJ and Julio on them yeah. be like, throw me the damn ball. Yeah. As an offensive lineman, you'll walk over to your coordinator and say, Run behind me, mother. Yeah, I do. I'm probably every game. Every single game I go up to Todd, yeah. Even during the Arizona game. I'm like, hey, run left. Like, I'm still going to be able to do this for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? My past game was trash. So now, Taylor, like, you, you sit back and you look at the season. Do you feel like you guys wasted an opportunity? You know, because many people picture, I, I myself, beginning of the season, I said, if the Monstars are healthy, if the left tackle is healthy, Ryan Tannehill is an MVP candidate. That was that was my thought. Right. And I thought, this is an AFC championship team. Now, everybody knows the folks that play in Kansas City are different because the dude that quarterbacks for him. He's different. He's a different dude, right? But I felt like the pieces y'all had, especially with Jeffrey up front, Autry up front, right? Yeah. Christian Fulton coming along, Kevin Byer, to me, best middle of the field safety in football. Yeah, I, was like, this, I was like, this team got it. And so now you look at it, where do you guys feel, what do you feel going forward you stack up in the AFC? Because what we saw Sunday night from Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes was something we ain't never seen. It was unbelievable. From two dudes on the same night, bro. Right. When you watching that, do you ever think, damn, I wish I had one of those? I think we have it. I really do. And I know, wow. like, and it might be like a bias 
thing to say or people think it, it might biased. be a bias. It is very biased. I mean, he does hey. what he needs to do. But he's yes. not one of those. But I mean, he's not who he was with Adam Gase. He might okay. He might not be a, a Josh Allen or, or Patrick Mahomes, but he's changed a franchise. And 100%. with Tannehill, we have the capability of winning a Super Bowl. No, he's a good player. He's solid. He's, he's, he's a great player. It's like saying is Ryan Tannehill is Ryan Tannehill Tom Brady. It's like well, no, he's Nobody's not. He doesn't have the accolades. He, he like, manages the team. That's what a quarterback yeah, he does, is and he does a great do. job of doing that. Correct. You know, like people give Tannehill for the year, not just his game, because of a bunch of picks, like. When we played the Patriots, there were four drafted dudes on our offensive line. Me, our left guard, our center, and our quarterback. Everybody else were, were undrafted cats. Mm-hmm. On know? offense? On offense. Damn. Because we had no Julio. AJ was out. Derek was out. Um, our, our tight end, I think, was a, was, wasn't even drafted. And then our, left, our right guard was out. And then our right tackle was an undrafted cat, too. Like, he's had to work through so much adversity. If I were to sit here and say uh, Ryan's Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, the answer is probably not. You know, but does he have the capability of playing like that? I 100% believe that because mm-hmm. he's done it before. He's beaten Josh Allen. He's beaten Patrick Mahomes with the That's football. That's crazy. Too. That's true. With yeah, the football. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like we just ran it the whole game. Like Ryan threw the football, got first downs, threw touchdowns. Like he did it. Right. And so it just didn't go our way. Is it a missed opportunity? 31 teams had a missed opportunity for every that one year. Super Bowl. Every single every year. year, bro. I don't believe 32 teams enter training camp with an opportunity to win the Super Bowl. I agree with I that. do not believe that. Yeah. I believe the with Tennessee the com- Titans... With the confidence, too, though. No, no, not even the confidence. They I do. Don't, I don't believe that 32 teams are capable. You guys should have been 14, confident. Even when I walked in in 15, we went 3-13 and 13 the next year. Right. And in 15, I'm like, yo, we're doing it this year. Okay. Like, this is it. So you've been confident every year. Yeah, every year you're, you're confident about that. Though. You're absolutely, absolutely As you get to the middle of the year, you figure out where you are. I thought I always thought you was crazy. Yeah. You're literally, like, stupider than I thought. Because <laughs> that's I, not I, true. But, I, yeah, yeah, it's not true. You to say that to him? <laughs> what are you going to do to me? You're going to choke your little ass out. That's true, and, I could. And y'all not going to jump him? Listen. No, he ain't doing nothing. Maybe Fred. You tested him. that. You try his manhood. I gotta see who's a better man. You testing out this big son bitch. So, so so we gonna get to it. Hey, my wife has the same outfit he's wearing. Hey, there was a. This is from Lulu. Hey, this is from Lulu. And you gonna stop disrespecting me? Lulu, 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 Lemon is his go-to to be a man. I think I bought that for my wife for Christmas. Hey, check your check your wife's drawer because you might have stolen it. Here we go again. I gotta get us back to where we need to be. Why do you always do that? That was fun. Just going really back to um, every year, you're pressing reset. Yeah. So as players, we trust that the front office is making the right moves right. to get us to where we need to be. You know, sometimes you look to your right or left and say, if we had this type of player or that, you're not going to, you know, call anybody out. Right. But, you know, you have your opinions on what can help the team yeah. transcend you to, to, to the next level, right? So when you press reset and it's the new season, you're in here, you, the optimism is there. You, you want to compete. Naturally, that's what you do. Right. But that's been in that chair. On the outside looking in, we can go, okay, this team, their salary cap, the players that they've released, the inconsistency in the organization, their, the front office, the coaching. We can look at that now as retired guys and say, they're not going to even have a chance in the world. Yeah. I know now the Jaguars, the past four years, they weren't going to win the AFC South. Mm-hmm. It was between Texans and you guys. So when they had Blake, so when they had, so when they had Blake and Jalen and that defense, how did you feel about them then, though? Those moves were so, great. Okay, so the year. You know what I'm saying? So but so after year, that, so the year after they, went they the started dismantling the team. The year they you, won the AFC You can hear all of the conversation. Did you think they would be back? Naturally, yeah. 
Okay. But in that offseason, when they started making those moves right. and, and, and releasing certain guys and started breaking the team up, I remember seeing that before as right. a player. You know, we went, we came off of 12-4. and four. Are you talking about that? That's the 99 season you're talking about? No, not 99. 12-4 and four under Jack Del Rio. Okay. You know, we had a good playoff run. And uh, then we come the next season, Marcus Shroud isn't there. We had issues with Mike Peterson. Right. And the defense, which was our stronghold, right. the offense was a little bit behind, but those guys pretty much led the way. And when oh, you start ta- tampering with that, that you go, wow. But the defense saved us. A lot of teams don't always have the best quarterbacks, but the defense, Mm -hmm. they'll buy you time. Mm -hmm. You know, sexy Rexy in Chicago. A team like Jacksonville in like 2016, those guys all across the board on their defense were studs. With Jalen, their front four, Calais Campbell, uh, Yannick and Dockway, those dudes were studs. But when you started running the ball on them, when you started like scoring touchdowns, Dudes started pointing fingers and yelling at each other. Really? That, you know what? For you as a player to, to peep that, yeah. it's yeah, big you, because I was on the sideline and I, I peeped about that. that. When you know you're facing a defense that's supposed to be those type of dudes, right? Right. And you start kind of pounding them, and you see you see the bickering. What does that do for a left tackle oh, for you know. and for a dog like you though? It's like you know you got him. It's not, and it's not just me. Like like it's as an offense. Like we see them. They're so worried about whose fault it is, because at the end of the day, you're not thinking about what the next play is. You're thinking about what coach is going to say on Monday. Right. Like, you're not thinking about, oh, hey, if I if I mess up this play, if we're being real, like, and you and I do something, and you're supposed to cover me up in, in some certain gap or something like that, and I do the wrong thing, and I'm pointing fingers at you, it's just because it's an insurance policy for my ego to feel mm-hmm. better about myself. When you see dudes, like, arguing as an offense, you just want to take advantage of that, because they're, like, get me the out of here eventually and that's not just that's not jackson all professional sports any sports when you no. see that number one that's a leadership issue yeah that's an accountability issue you have guys just you know calling each other out you're like what the who's gonna step up and say we can't do that at right. least not now right let's get in the big room and and figure it out then but on the field on sunday if we do that now the other teams are looking and saying See, i think i think there's a a, a level of who is a leader of the men and when you look at who John Robinson's put in, and the only thing I can go off of is my own experiences. That's, that's, seeing, that's what we are, bro. Three different coaches, two different GMs. John has brought guys in that characteristically fit the mold of what we want to be as Tennessee Titans. Like some, some, from a locker room standpoint? From a locker room standpoint, okay. efforts, like guys like Will Compton. You know? That's my dog. He's a, hey, as, that's nephew. a locker room warrior, dude. Nephew used to come to my house and eat all my damn orange chicken. No question. From PM Chains. Yeah, he'll come to my house and I'll buy him all the food and he won't even show me any money. Uh, you know, sometimes I gotta go pick him up. But he's my, my he's my boy. You know what I'm saying? He's my dog. But That's I'm saying I'm with Vrabel, Vrabel does such a good job of keeping us locked in and keeping us focused on what the grand scheme of things are, the main goal, and that's winning week in and week out. And when you have leadership like that, that's when you don't find teams arguing with each other. It's so, keeping so, the accountability so, a lot. Right, so. Jacksonville, if they were to have, you know, a, a new coach, whoever their new coach is, Byron if he goes in and installs that from, from day one, they can be a completely different team next year. Because they have talent. Urban, 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 Urban Meyer so, sure ain't do it. So I have a question about Yeah, I don't like Urban. Yeah. When you, when you think even. about, like, Vrabel, right? Vrabel is a guy who played in the league. He understands what it's like to be in those locker rooms. Uh, Byron Leftwich, obviously been the quarterback at Jacksonville, first-round draft pick. Yeah. Do you feel there's a, a, a huge difference in a guy who has lived that life and can kind of relate to the players? Like, when I hear Mike Vrabel talk, and obviously, we were on an executive board together with the uh, NFLPA. When I hear him talk, it feels like me, right? Like the, like he the had, thing. He had like, to throw that in there. He's, he, he always does. I get that. it, dude. We all, we all get off in some different yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah, he's a.
damn snitch. Did you bust? No, but I don't know if y'all saw the article that said I should be a GM. Y'all missed that stuff too? Nah. Man, one motherfucker writes some papers and now we supposed to be like, oh, I see. <laughs> That's true. You could be a great GM, hey, though. I don't know. How long do you play? This is my eighth year. Oh, here you go. How long do hey, you play? He gonna pull some shit. How many Pro Bowls you make? One. Only made one. Oh, okay. He's at three and he's a puppet. How many rings? So you now got? you gonna move to the move the goalpost. Now it's rings. Hey, so for you, bro, like you, you have a different perspective than we do, right? Mm-hmm. I look at it from the outside in. Like I know who's good players, right? Like I can watch you and see a week like week one and be like, damn, I've seen Taylor do it so many other times. I get that week because mm-hmm. I've had that week. But you're looking at Kansas City and the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes has nothing to prove. Mm-hmm. The Kansas City Chiefs have nothing to prove. The Cincinnati Bengals are like a Johnny come lately. Like this team drafted Joe Burrow first overall two years ago, and now they're in the AFC Championship. Yeah, these are teams you faced, bro. When you look at these two teams, how do you see that matchup? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I think it'll become a shootout, kind of like... Uh, kind of like it was... Because they played yeah, this the Bills year. and the Chiefs, I think it'll, it'll be a high-scoring game because they have so much talent off, off the side of the ball both ways. Okay. The Bengals are... Very new, up and coming, right. young, fresh. It's team. hard to believe in that, though. Taylor. Yeah, you, yeah, you, I get that. And the Chiefs, they have so much experience. They've been there before so many times. This is like what their fourth time in the AFC Championship in, in a row? row. In a row. Four in a row, bro. You, are you asking me to give like a prediction on what's going to happen? The thing I want to know is, it's not about your prediction. It's about how you see it, right? Because it's two different things. Like we can't predict what the hell is going to happen with grown men when you put them on the grass. Right. I've had people this week that I work with say the game won't even be close. And the yeah. Kansas City Chiefs will blow them out. It'll be much like the first half in Cincinnati. I think when you get down to these final four teams, it doesn't matter, like, who's way better. It's just, like, they're all here for a reason. So I, do I think it's going to be close? I think it's going to be close. But I think Patrick Mahomes is getting to this point where he's kind of like Tom Brady in a sense where you just can't really bet against him right, right now. Right, in those I agree with that, bro. Yeah. can't really bet against him in those situations. I think Cincinnati's a great football team. Their defense is, is, is good. Their offense is powerful they can get the ball down the field in a hurry they can score points in a hurry so i think um i think it's gonna be a good game but i think the experience of being there four years in a row is different i would just guess and this is this is me as a fan talking not as like a nfl football player like as a fan watching these two teams from a really close point of view i would just think that y'all play, did y'all play this City. year or no no we didn't play this, this year. year yeah 2019 we played them and that's and that's a perfect example the baltimore ravens when we went they were the one seed we were the seventh seed or the sixth seed at the time right they were if you looked at a roster a much better football team than us and we just won for whatever reason you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, like it's if, the nfl which i will hurt them too though yeah we were up on kc but we played them in week 10 that same year they were up 10-0 we came back and won i remember that and then we went up 10-0 on them and then they came back and won. That little run that Patrick Mahomes had with like, I don't know, it was, 46 it was, seconds left. It was y'all. It was Houston. Yeah. It was Houston. Patrick Mahomes and I had the y'all. same 40. We had the same 40 time. And this dude, <laughs> it was unbelievable. Taylor, it's Taylor, unbelievable Taylor, how you can bro, run. There's a reason why you're drafted where you're like, you know, like, you know, I've been effing with you, mm-hmm. but I understand. Like, I understand like the hierarchy 
of like how this worked. I was undrafted for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like these 13 years, I had to grind for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not saying like you didn't have to work, but when they looking at the film and they doing the measurables, that's like this mother F a 6'6. He run for eight. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Then like, no, he brought up Jake Long. That's what he was. He like, was he, a he he was he was a physical monster. But you're right. Like there is there is different types of adversity you have to go through from a first round pick standpoint. Like there's a lot of pressure put on you to you succeed right away. Yeah, as right. an undrafted guy, if you're neck and neck with somebody and they're drafted, you're, you're not going to win that. You're not going to win that ever. Right. And I think it's 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 very rare you get a player like you that's willing to stand up. And I think it was watching you stand up after week one that made me feel differently about you. Well, I appreciate that. You know, because I'm going to be honest. I watched you beef with, like, Josh Norman, and I was like, does this big mother effer only want to deal with, like, DBs? <laughs> I was like, is he only, like, trying to fight dudes like he could beat up? He's and calling so, you a bully. You got to pick the right battle sometimes. It's, it's one thing to have to compete on Sundays, right? But the additional motivation... Everybody wants to kick the shit out of the badass or the person who thinks they're a badass. Right. Do you embrace that role? Like, do you expect to go in every single game every Sunday? You have to do your job, but knowing that you've given off this energy of being the, the badass, come get it. Like, do you embrace that knowing that these other guys, they want to beat the shit out of you? Yeah, I don't think it's just that. It's just not this, like, this whole badass routine. It's also all the antics, like being on bus with the boys, coming out in an all-white suit after you signed the biggest contract in NFL history type thing. It's all of it. It's all of it. It's $91 million dollars. They want a piece of that. And also, yeah. too, Taylor, like, I was a dude, like, I had an ESPN contract when I played. Mm-hmm. So I get that. You're doing busting with the boys, and it's fire, you know, like, why you played. And you're basically like a dick. Right. I would yeah. agree with most of yeah. that. Like, so, so, I would so, use a different word than a dick. Maybe an instigator. Instigator. Maybe an instigator. So, <laughs> and so, like, like, in that, though, the thing that like I've enjoyed about your career and and, and like, not only like marvel that but appreciate it was like your ability to fight through injury. Yeah. So talk about like the worst pain you've been through and endured. I'm not sure. Uh, I had like a dude. Have you ever had turf toe? No. Nah. Twice. Well, that sh- is awful. No it's debilitating, dude. I'm with you on uh, that. I dude, honestly, like it sounds so bitch to say. One of the worst pains I've ever had was uh, Jacksonville like week four, and I had turf toe. It sounds beat. You got to say it with bass, turf toe. Listen, you hear my voice? That's like a 12-year-old. I ain't no bass in his voice, dude. I'm 6'7 with a 12-year-old voice. I got turf toe, and it was an ouchie. You know what I'm saying? I was hurting, dog. I was hurting, dog. Hey, you got to do something with this whole dog. That thing was swollen. They tried to tell me I had gout. I was like, bro, I do not have gout. So what does turf toe feel like then, bro? Dude, it, feel, it's like, it just feels like there's needles and pain. It's like when the muscles around your joint okay. get stretched and pulled and like slightly torn. It was, it's just awful. It's like trying to, dude, trying to walk or do anything is painful. Right, so from Taylor to Taylor, y'all like that, right? Yeah, it's nice. In New England, I had turf toe week two, practiced for a little bit. Week four, I came back because I missed two games. Week four, I got another turf toe. toe. Listen, I heard Deion Sanders speak about turf toe. Like, psh, can't be that serious. So you can bring I Hall of Famers. Okay, but Danny and Tomlinson talk about Another Hall of turf Famer. toe. Okay. I'm like, these guys, they can't be tough. Like, I'm going through, I ripped my groin off. It's, it's just a toe. I right, thought right, it was right, the right. toughest thing I had gone through, ripping my groin off the bone in the middle of a game. But that f***ing turf toe. That's a whole, it's like, you know how you, know, you jam so your... Why so damn soft? You know Bro, I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy he's yeah, here to nice back me up on that. Them Vans ain't hurt. They ain't help with no time. No, they're not hurting. He needs some damn Nikes. He needs some Jordans. Some Jordans? Well, they're too expensive. 
These things, $60 right here. Cheers to that. Yeah. So, Cheers to that. So he had turf, so he had turf, so I almost died. So we're gonna just talk about like hey, this dude's wearing so many hats. Like <laughs> during this thing. You know, you know, Shannon, like I actually lost the organs in like weight. You know what I'm saying? Weight. Like like these. Yes. Like you I was weighed weight. Weight. I went from 205 to 160. Oh, oh wow. Like I feel like that what I endured. Did you do a diddle anything? When, when Freddie has a question, I thought about it. I already got it. Because I had 17 knee surgeries, two screws in both my thumbs. Tough. Will had that. Reconstructed both my thumbs, mm. shoulder surgeries, neck, everything. The most pain I've ever been through, when I was running, when I was partying, and I got a rash. A That's rash? tough. We talked about crabs. I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna continue to tell about my crabs, situations. Correct? I had crabs one time, and I rolled peanut. You gotta put peanut butter around it. Right. Only creamy, not crunchy. I'm gonna have to tell Siri to write that. No, hold on one second. I had a buddy who got crabs, but he shaved his pubes. The crabs went to his ass hair. <laughs> How wild is that? And then those are nomads, dude. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> They don't literally go anywhere. They have them just bottom likes. You know what I'm saying? That's just wild. Y'all better watch y'all beards. Yeah. <laughs> they can crawl. They got claws. Yeah, you got some chest hair, dude. That, that little. All I'm saying is there's an avenue. Listen, so I, I got me a rash. It was it was it was extremely itchy. Yeah. So I got some of that cream from the from the, the pharmacy. Yeah, like preparation H. Isn't that hemorrhoids? I don't know, dude. I'm just trying to Why join you. I rub preparation H on I don't know. It's the only cream I can really but think of right now. I'm just me. trying to be friends. That's what I'm saying. I'm just trying to stay here but on this T, side of the table. T, I fool with you. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. So, yeah, so I got the cream, and the cream did helped everything else but the scrotum. Yeah. Because the scrotum is sensitive meat. Sure. And the rash stayed. So everything around kind of healed with the cream. Yeah. And the rash stayed on the scrotum. Tough. So I thought, because I'm like, I already used the rash from the store. And I thought, I was like, what could kill anything? Right. Bleach. Sure. Hey, like, how mind wouldn't go there. If you need to get rid of something, go under the sink. That is not true. Yeah, if you're in your house, like, I, I can't get a, a bolioxethane or yeah. something special. I'm in house. Bolioxethane. I don't know what that is, but I just you know I, I'm not a doctor, but I right. know if I'm in my house and something needs to be washed, it's bleach. So my decision, this is in college. I'm not, you know, I'm young. So I got a red Solo cup. I remember, and it was a table about this size. And I put the Solo cup there, and I poured bleach in it to the tippy top. Yep. <laughs> and then I teabagged the I knew bleach that was cup. I dropped my scrotum in the bleach cup. Okay. And so y'all asked me the most pain I've ever been through. Yeah, I was just asking. Put yeah. a scrotum rash and a cup of bleach <laughs> no. and fuck your toe, toe turf, tough toe, whatever. <laughs> your little kidney, whatever happened to you, and your turf toe. Listen. <laughs> Drop a scrotum rash in a cup of bleach and see how you feel. That's tough, dude. Bro, I like to change I... mine. I didn't know we were doing regular stories. I, I thought this was a serious podcast. I was, I was in a pen at one time. Like, oh, these dudes are trying to, we're trying to figure out some real shit out here. We're talking about Man, this. We just figured it out. I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm 15 years old. Oh, crap. I'm looking at the Jurgens. Things are about to go down, right? Like I'm, light, I'm lighting the candles. It's about to go down. So just me, light, myself, light and I, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Light a candle for you. Yeah. I, I like a nice scent when I'm getting in the mood for okay. me. To make you know love to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Oh my right. Hey, so Chandler, that's what I call him now. He's Chandler right now. Yeah. yeah. He likes to set a mood for himself. You need to. He says, oh, yeah. If you're not going to love yourself, who is, right? Straight mm -hmm. up. So the candles are lit. There's a nice fragrance in the air. I'm a, personally, I'm a lavender guy myself. <laughs> 
And I'm looking at this Jergens, but next to the Jergens is a bottle of like a, it's, like, it's called Cool Blue. It's an icy hot. And I think to myself, I have an epiphany. I'm about to change the masturbation game forever. I'm about to fuck up the world, dude. I'm about to become a billionaire. Actually, you're about to F up your world. <laughs> I look at that, I've moved the Jurgens to the left. And I said, your time is over. I look at this cool blue, I say, your time is now, boss. I grab it. I'm laying down, dude, on my back. And I got the laptop sitting there. I got the double chin going. What you I'm watching? Ready. What you watching? Don't Go- worry about what I'm watching. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Things get a little weird in the search bar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not because I need it. I just want to know what's out there. I was just trying to figure what your favorites were. I grab the cool blue like this, dude. The top's here because I know I'm about to. You Back know what I'm saying? Head. So I grab it like this. And I just give it a nice squirt. Start putting it around there, massaging the whole thing up. And for about 15 to 20 seconds, I, had, I was like, you're a genius. You're a f***ing genius, bro. I'm about to be a virgin forever. It's <laughs> not changing. I never need a woman. After that 15 second mark, dude, I'm sprinting through the house <laughs> trying to find water. My mom's in the house, dude. It don't matter anymore. We got a f***ing emergency. And I am in the sink. I'm putting, you know what I'm saying, white dude. White dude, that sink's hard to get to. You know what I'm saying? That thing, he's like stretching his best, but I'm like, you gotta get there, boss. I and put that thing over there, finally get them all cleaned up, dude. It was like an hour and a half of pain. Bro, and now when bro, I see stop. Icy Hot, bro, I'm about to lather the knees up with a stop pain or whatever. I'm like, hey, you motherfuckers. I know, I know where not to put you. As I'm lathering the caps, dude. I, I'm telling you, bro. I got to fix myself after that. I'm all jumped up. Hey, Taylor, you straight leg as a bit, right? You're like, I'm going to say straight leg. I'm going to be real. Channing has a way of bringing the best out of our guests. Dude. We appreciate I'm glad we story. went through that together just now. Oh, we appreciate Yours is for health. Story. Mine was for, you know, so, health and so, mental oh, health. Yeah, 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 yeah. Today, the message here today is watch out for the bleach. Yeah. And definitely I watch out for the cool blue. Yeah, the cool blue, icy hot, whatever it is. Whatever it is, kids. Stick to the jerkies. For God's sakes. Putting you on the spot, T. Yeah. Who's in the Super Bowl? That's a quick transition. That was literally a pivot. Right, too. It's a pivot. That was a pivot. No, no, it's a pivot. It's a pivot. (laughs) Tell us us what I do. Who's playing? Uh, Rams and Niners. The Chiefs have been there before. They have just as much, if not more, talent. And they just are hot. They're hot right now. Everyone thought the dynasty was over. But I think the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl. Okay. The Niners love George Kittle. Trent Williams is the best left tackle in the game. 100%. And uh, their defensive line is stout. Monster. Fred Warner is a stud. I think they have a chance, but the Rams are like, with, with the uh, acquisition of are Von you going Miller. Rams Chiefs? I got to land this plane for all of us, right? Yes. So uh, they got Odell, an acquisition from, well, they, they cut him and they picked him up. Their defensive line is just crazy. They got Aaron Donald, they got Von Miller. Floyd, who's a stud, who's an underrated stud. And also, Andrew Whitworth is 40 years old and playing at an elite level at left tackle. I love Andrew Whitworth. LSU, I'm just saying. So I want, and I think the Rams are going to play the Chiefs. I was expecting to get a great show with you, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I came in here and I was like, look, I need Taylor. We discussed many different options to do a show in Tennessee because we were coming here. Tennessee's a great place. It's a great place. But to me... There was no better option than you. And all I want to say is, bro, you absolutely delivered. Well, I appreciate Man, that. Man, so, so thank you. Looking forward to the pivot and the busting with the boys combo. Yeah. It seemed like when we started talking about it today, 
people looking forward to it too. And man, I just want to say thank you. Uh, best of luck, bro. And uh, keep being you. Like you, you do it a different way. But maybe let's not pick on so many DBs. Well, we actually, you know what? You didn't give me a chance to, to even say anything to that. You know what I'm saying? Now hey. I'm over here in kind of a limbo period. Hey, guess what, though? I'm in the cloud, you know, hey, of, of that hey, question. Hey, T, guess what? What's that? We'll have time on your show. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I appreciate you, my yeah. dog. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, I told yes, you sir. going to be dope. Hold up. Limitless. Take a stomach pin in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission, got me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Niggas send me cap in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant.